Welcome to the Victory Orlando podcast. We exist to reach people with the life-giving message of Jesus and to connect them with their purpose. To learn more about us, visit us at victoryorlando.com. Thanks for listening. We pray that you are encouraged and inspired by today's message. Well, how's everybody doing tonight? Having a good time so far? Yes, a few people on this side. How about this side over here? You guys having a good time so far? All right, well... I wanted to do things a little bit differently here tonight. Um, I've been thinking a lot this year about uh, traditions and Christmas traditions. And one of the things that we always used to do with me and my mom growing up was we would, on Christmas Eve, we'd read the Christmas story together, gather around the tree or wherever we were and, and read that. So I wanted to do that here tonight, except I want to invite all the kids. Where's all the kids? All the little kids. I want to invite all the kids to come up here on the stage and join me. We're going to read the Christmas story together. Is that all right? So if you're a kid, if you're maybe a middle school kid, you're invited to. High school kids, you can come too. But all the kids, come on up here. Come right up here. Gather around. We're going to read the story together. Just come right on up here. Come sit on the stage with me. We're going to have a good time. Now, moms and dads, if you want to sneak up and snap a picture... Be welcomed. We're just going to have a little kids' church right here. So I'm going to talk to them. I'll come talk to you guys in a few minutes, okay? We're going to have a great time. How's everybody doing? Good. Everybody, why don't you sit down right where you can? We're going to read the Christmas story together, okay? I'm so glad you guys are here tonight. Are you ready for Christmas? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. One more week. One more week. No, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's going to be so exciting in the morning. It's going to happen. When you wake up, it's going to happen. Well, I'm so glad you guys were able to come up here with me. Why don't we read the Christmas story together? Does that sound good? I used to do this every Christmas Eve with my mom, and so I wanted to do that with you guys tonight, okay? So I'm going to read moms and dads. Some of you are going to wonder what version of the Bible he's reading from. I'm going to read from what I call the PCV, okay? That's the Pastor Chris version. That's a little bit of the NIV mixed with me, so that's what you get, all right? All right, so here, we're going to start in Luke chapter 1. Is everybody ready? You've got you to listen real close, okay? Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. It's, it's not the whole Bible. It's just a little bit of it. All right, chapter, verse 26. It says, Then the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a, a young woman na- who was engaged to a man named Joseph. Can you say Joseph? Joseph. You guys are awesome. He was of the house of David, and her name was Mary. She was, everybody say Mary. Mary. The angel came to her and said, Mary, rejoice. You are a favorite of the Lord, and the Lord is with you. And all the ladies said, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Amaya, right there. That was good. Let's try that one more time. The angel said to Mary, the Lord is with you. And all the girls said, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. But Mary was a little freaked out. She was a little deeply troubled by this statement because she didn't know what kind of greeting it was. She didn't know what the angel meant. But the angel told her, she said, Mary, don't be afraid. Everybody take a deep breath. We don't have to be afraid because you have found favor with God. So listen to the message I have for you. You are going to have a baby boy and his name will be called Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. That's right. Now we can try to say baby Jesus. You gotta say it faster together. Baby Jesus. Baby there Jesus. you go, there you go. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary asked the angel, um, How can this be? Because I'm just a young girl and I'm not even married. The angel smiled at her and said, Mary, don't worry about it. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so that the one that is born to you will be the Holy Son of God. That's pretty cool. 
And FYI, your cousin Elizabeth, she's going to have a baby even though she's old, old, old. She's still pregnant. (laughs) Because nothing is impossible with God. Everybody say nothing. Nothing. That's right. Nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said to the angel, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be done to me according to your word. And then the angel left her, right? Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus, he was like the president issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place. Well, um, give me a minute to sound this name out because it's a really weird name. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. Aren't you glad your mama didn't name you Quirinius? Just look for your mama and say, thanks, mom. mom. Yeah, thank you, mom. That is difficult. Everyone went to their own hometowns to be registered. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to to Judea, to Bethlehem, because he belonged to the family of King David. So he went there to be registered with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. Let's all hold a baby together. You know how to hold a baby? Gently, real gently. Rock it. All the boys are like, I'm not doing that. It's okay. We got, I like that right there. She gave birth to her first baby boy and she wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because Joseph forgot to make reservations at the Hilton and the Marriott. <laughs> and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their fields at night because someone had to work at night with the sheep. And all of a sudden, everybody say, all of a sudden, all of a sudden. that was good. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Ooh. Let me see those jazz fingers showing all around them. You guys are awesome. I need to use you for all my stories because you guys are the best. And the shepherds, when they saw this, they were terrified. Let me see your best scared face. Some of you, I don't think, know what scared faces are, but that's okay. So, let me see your scary face. That is a scary face. That was good. Let me see yours. That is a scary face. Let's see what the angel said about their scared faces. He said, whoa, 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 shepherds, don't be afraid. Ever take a deep breath. We don't have to be afraid. He said, because I have good news for you that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, everybody say today. Today. You guys, I love you guys. Today, those are awesome too. Today in the town of David is a savior and he has been born to you and he is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be the sign. This is how you'll find him. You'll find the baby wrapped in clothes, laying in a manger. They wanted to be part of us too. Come on. I, I hear you out there. Come on. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared in the sky with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Everybody say, Glory to God. But a little bit louder. Say, Glory to God. That's awesome. You guys have the best kids. You don't even know. Come on. It does, it does. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds were so excited, they got up and said to another, let's go to Bethlehem and find the baby that the Lord told us about. Everybody say, baby Jesus. A little faster together. Baby Jesus. Jesus. You're welcome. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus, who was laying in the manger. When they had seen him, They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And everyone who heard their story was amazed 
at what they told them. But Mary, she treasured all these things. She remembered them all and kept them in her heart. The shepherds suddenly remembered they forgot to leave somebody with the sheep. And so they ran back to the fields, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which they had just been told about. Isn't that a great story? Come on, thank you guys for letting me read this story. Can you guys give these guys a big, great big hand? Come on, you guys can go back and find mom and dad now, find your seat. Thank you for helping me out tonight. Come on, you guys are awesome right there. I love those moments. Isn't that great? Come on, thank you for letting your kids come down. We had a great time and... uh, I love Christmas time. I love the Christmas story because it represents so much more than just a holiday for us. It represents so much more than just some carols or some songs or some lights or some trees. It means so much. You know, it's we've been talking the last couple Sundays about what is Christmas. Christmas is the story of a father. If you never thought about it that way, it's the story of a father who wanted to give his kids a gift, and he gave them the only thing that they actually needed, the thing that actually could help them, and that was the gift of eternal life. You know, sometimes I think when we go through life and we experience, you know, pain in life, we experience problems in life, we, it's easy to get things mixed up. It's easy to wonder, God, where are you in things? It's easy to feel hurt. It's easy to feel, you know, abandoned or left out. It's easy to feel all those things because we all feel it. And there will be a moment where all of us have to face those things. The good news that the angels came to tell the shepherds about is, though, that we don't have to face it alone. You don't have to face it alone. That's why Jesus came. I love in John chapter 12, Jesus is speaking about his own life. And he said, I have come as the light of the world. I came to bring light to your darkness. He's like, so I don't want you to have to be alone. I don't want you to be in the dark. I came to be with you all the time. I came to help you in the good times, in the bad times. Sometimes when we go through bad times or tough times, we think that we have to keep it to ourselves. I don't even, I don't even think I, I can pray about this. I would just encourage you, whatever it is that you're facing right now, maybe it's a hurt in a relationship. Maybe it's you know, sickness, something in your body. Maybe it's worry or concern or anxiety. I would just encourage you, make this the Christmas to just tell God about it. Just talk to him about it. He wants to know about it. In fact, he already knows all of our feelings and our thoughts because he has that x-ray vision. You know, he can see right inside of us. So he knows all that stuff that's going on. And the, the, the good thing about that is that nothing that we could bring to him would ever make him nervous or scared. There's nothing we could bring to him that he would be like, whoa, I don't know the answer to that one. Like he's, he's got the answers to everything before we even face him. That's why Jesus came to the earth. One of the reasons he came, I believe, was that so that as he lived, he could experience everything that we would experience. So when we would pray about it and we would talk to him about it, he could be the one that says, yeah, I know that's difficult. Scripture teaches us that when we pray, Jesus is actually mediating our prayers between us and the Father. So he's in the middle, like literally when we pray and ask him for help, he's, he's the one taking the prayers and taking them to the Father. And he's like, yeah, Father, I experienced that. Well, and that's difficult. They need help. It's just it's an awesome picture. Maybe you've never seen Jesus in that role in your life before, but I would just encourage you that this Christmas, this is the Christmas to Lay those things down. Whatever has been weighing you down, whatever has been concerning you, maybe it's, a, it's something you've been holding on to. Somebody did something to you or hurt you in a way, and, and you've been holding on to it. This is the Christmas to lay that down, to find freedom from those things, because that's why 
Jesus came. So in a minute, we're going to take communion together. They're going to come and start passing those elements out to us. And we're going to take that all together in just a few moments and just have a, 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 a moment with the Lord and do that. But it's important that we understand what we're doing. When Jesus had this moment with the disciples, you know, the night that he was betrayed, he said, whenever you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Right. And it's not just a, a nice spiritual thing that we do. It's not just something that we do to to feel like now we're closer to God. It's something that we do to remember what Jesus did and why he came for us. Because Jesus came to free us from our fears. He came to free us from all everything that we had faced. And he came to bring us forgiveness of our sins because it was only in the forgiveness of our sins that then we could be close to him and be part of God's family. That's what Jesus, that's why I say Christmas is the story of a father who gave his kids a gift. In case you didn't know, you're the kids, right? We're the kids that he wanted to give a gift to. That's what salvation is. It's just a free gift. You can't do anything to earn it or buy it. You can't do anything to deserve it or to get enough credits. You know, sometimes we try to, I'm going to say enough prayers today that then I'll do enough good to offset some of the bad and almost like a teeter-totter. If I put enough good on one side, it'll outweigh all the bad and I'll slip on through. Don't work that way. It's just a free gift. It's just a free gift to anyone who will receive it. And you don't have to do anything other than say, I I I want that in my life. I receive it, right? We receive that free gift from our Heavenly Father because that's what He came to do. Sometimes we think, well, what does God think about this thing that I'm dealing with? Whether it's a, you know, an addiction or sometimes people are like, well, what, is, what does God think about that? God doesn't think too much about that because he's too busy thinking about you. He just wants you. He wants your heart. He wants you to be part of his family. He wants you to be close to him. The problem is that when we don't have Jesus, and we haven't invited him to be part of that. We all have sinned. Scripture teaches us that every person, all of us have sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We can't, we can't ever do anything good enough to be close to Him. Jesus came to be the way that we could be close to Him so that anyone who would believe in Him and put their hope and put their faith and put their trust in Him would be instantly made part of God's family, that everything would become new. That's what Jesus came to do. That's why we, I always tell people that hell is not a place that God sends us when he's mad at us. He doesn't send people there and be like, well, I'm mad at them, they're going to hell. I like you, you're going to... That's not, that's not what hell is. Hell is just a place that if you want to pay for your own sins, you can do it. But I'm just, I'm here to tell you, your sins have been paid for. They've been paid for. You don't have to pay for them. Jesus paid for your sins. That's why salvation is a free gift because we couldn't do anything to earn it. He just said, I want, to, I want to step in. I want to pay for your sins so that you could just freely come be part of the family. So I don't know where you are in that tonight, but before we take communion, I just want to give each of us a moment. I just think this is the best night of the year. Christmas Eve, we're all gathered together, looking our best, you know, with our families. I can't think of a better time. Maybe you need to make that decision. Maybe you've walked with the Lord in the past. You've, you've received Him in the past, but... Just life has just caused your heart to drift away and you've, it hasn't been a priority. You haven't been seeking the Lord. And tonight you're like, I need to renew my commitment to Him. I need to make that commitment. And maybe you've never made that decision before. But you just feel like something's stirring inside of you. You feel something pulling on your heart a little bit. That's the Spirit of the Lord. He's just calling your name. Scripture tells us in Revelation 3 that He said, I'm standing at the door of your heart knocking. And if you just open the door, I'll come in. 
So it's up to us. He's not going to force his way in there. He's just waiting for us to open the door of our hearts and say, come into my heart. I need you. I need you. That's what it is. A place of saying, God, I cannot do this on my own. I need you. So I don't know where you are on that tonight. Maybe you've never made that decision. Maybe you've made it in the past, but tonight you want to renew that decision. Just want to give everyone the opportunity here to, to do that. So if we could just all across the room, just bow our heads and close our eyes and just take this moment of, of worship and prayer together. And if you're saying, Pastor, that's me, I just, I need to make a fresh commitment to the Lord. I need to make a commitment. I've never invited him into my heart, but tonight is my night. Christmas 2018 is the night that I'm committing my life to the Lord. Maybe you just need prayer in some area or whatever that is if you're saying pastor will you pray for me we just right where you are in your seat just lift up your hand just make eye contact with me thank you hands all over thank you over there thank you right there thank you back over here come on that's awesome you can put those hands down let's uh, uh, let's pray out loud all together in this church we don't pray alone so would you repeat after me say dear jesus thank you for coming to this earth to save me Tonight, I receive your gift of free salvation. I give you my heart. I give you all of me. Thank you for making me part of your family. Now, let me pray for you tonight. Lord, I thank you that you're moving in this place right now.